Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Turner's Digest. My name is Alex, otherwise known as Fear the Z. Welcome back to previous listeners and welcome to those who just stumbled on me. Um, today we're going to be discussing some new applications that I went through, including a card that offers 1.1k in value in your first year. Um, that's after taking into account the annual fee and we'll get into that in a little bit. We'll also talk about some gift card deals out there, some upcoming Amazon deals, and some making up bonuses that I've been going through. So without further ado, we'll dive right into it. So I was actually surprised I was spending this Sunday catching up on making my little podcast companion post. And I was surprised to see how many deals came out in the past couple weeks since my last post. I think it was on the 13th of June. So it's been a little bit here, um, but I'm... Happy to be back and making a post here. So the first one we're talking about is right now there's a deal at Target for to get about 20% off on Uber gift cards. So Target has an offer where it's one per account, but you can get 15% off on Uber gift cards up to $500 of spend. So $75 max discount. So if you buy five $100 gift cards, you'll get 15% off of those for a total discount of $75. Then you can also use your Target red card for an extra 5%. You can also use some other card if you have like higher status with Bank of America for online shopping, you can get 5.25% back there. But I went ahead and bought $250 to just add to my never ending balance of Uber cash. And I have like, I think $500 in there, but I'll probably eventually use it and then it'll go bad. So I figured why not? Next, we have some applications that I recently did. So in my last episode, I discussed some cards that opened up, including the Wells Fargo Active Cash, the Apple Card, as well as FNBO Evergreen. This time, I have opened up the Bank of America Premium Rewards Elite. Currently, it has an elevated sign-up bonus of 75,000 points for $5,000 to spend in the first three months. I, uh, there'll be a link to the Doctor of Credits post about that card in general. And I'll go into here a little bit more about the benefits. But uh, I applied for the card and I was at, I think, 1024 status with like five or six in the past like two or three months. So pretty high velocity, um, but I didn't get, I had no problem getting approved, which was very nice. Uh, they gave me a pretty large credit limit. They did have to take some credit limit away from some other cards that I had. I believe they, they sucked out like I think 6k out of another card I had and, and redistributed, which that's fine with me. Um, I did call up and switch around the balances because one of the cards was left with like 3k and that's a little low for my liking. So I, I spread it out a little bit, but I now have five Bank of America cards. My long-term thoughts on this card is I'll probably change it to a customized cash rewards to make that four customized cash rewards that I have. And we'll talk about that card in a little bit here, but it's it's all relating back to my curve strategy that I posted in, I think, episode five, or no, episode four, um, the combination of curve and Bank of America online shopping category allows you to get 5.25% cash back on pretty much all your spend, um, up to 2.5K per quarter per card. And since I have four of them, that would be 10K per quarter per card. Um, it does have to be a MasterCard because curve doesn't support Visa just yet, but... Um, We'll discuss later, but you can actually network change that. So if you do have some Visa cards that are customized cash rewards cards, you can change that to be MasterCards, which is very nice. So if you really want to go for that 5.25%, you can go that route, and we'll talk about that in a little bit here. 
but more on the premium rewards elite card so in the title of this episode you'll see that i'm talking about a card that offers one and a half k value in the first year and that is this bank of america premium rewards elite card um, that's also not including cashback so there'll, there'll be a table on fearthez.wordpress.com for this episode the companion post that'll show my breakdown of that that cashback but essentially the card itself has a 550 dollars fee i also i'm breaking down the premium rewards card as, as well which is kind of similar i also had that card and already got the sign of business for that and just downgraded that to a unlimited cash rewards but um i know that's a lie I downloaded that to a customized cash rewards and organically opened up a unlimited cash rewards to get the sign of bonus for that. Anyway, the premium rewards elite card has a $550 annual fee. The premium rewards is a $95 annual fee. The sign of bonus is $750 for the the elite and $600 for the regular. And now some unique things here, some nuances with Bank of America, their airline credit and their lifestyle credit which is exclusively for the elite card those are per calendar year not annual fee year so i opened up the card in june and i'll be able to use both the airline credit which is 300 dollars on the elite and 100 dollars on the regular this year and then at the start of next year in january up until the end of next year i'll be eligible for that once again so it resets at the end of the year so it's really useful but that is you can get this credit twice per annual fee so what I plan on doing is maximizing that $300 this year for the airline credit, maximizing the lifestyle credit, $150 this year, bringing that total to $450, and then next year, double dipping again before the annual fee hits. So that'll be another $450 for $700 for just the one annual fee, and then I plan on downgrading before that second fee hits. So if you take that $700 plus the $750 that the card gets for a sign-up bonus minus the $550 fee, you have a net cash back of $1,100. It, it comes in the form of points for some of it, but I, I plan on just converting to cash. You can get 20% back for using the points on the portal for travel, but I don't chase that vout, and maybe you, you would get more value from it, but I just, I don't know, maybe I'm lazy. Um, and then in comparison, the premium rewards without, not the elite version, um, since you don't have the lifestyle credit and it's $100 for the airline credit instead of $300, the net cashback excluding, excuse me, the net benefits of the card excluding cashback is 705 compared to 1100 So even with the higher annual fee, I think that the premium rewards elite card is worth it, at least for the first year. And if you can maximize those credits, I plan on, I do have a trip coming up this year for a Europe trip and I've already bought the tickets, but me and a couple friends are going to Europe. So I plan on just buying some things in the on the plane during our flights. I think we have like five flights. We're bouncing around a bit in Europe, so we'll buy some nightcaps and have some fun on the flight. Why not we'll try and waste three hundred dollars? And I've done this before. I, like I said, I had the premium rewards card, the regular one, and I've used that hundred dollar airline credit to get American Airlines gift cards, which still count for that, and it should be the same for the Elite card. So. Anything I have left over, I'll use it for that, and I'll just buy gift cards, um, as well as for the next year, for the double dip, I'll do just $300 gift cards again. I already have three years worth of $100 gift cards that I haven't used yet, so luckily they don't expire, so I'll just be kind of sitting on that for a while, but um, hopefully I find use for it eventually. I'm surprised my area doesn't have a big American Airlines hub, so i got to find use for those eventually, but regardless, I still think the card's pretty useful. 
Um, and $1,100 is a great benefit for the initial sign-up. All right. The next card I, off, I opened up was the Chase Amazon Prime Visa, which was um, since it's Amazon Prime Day is coming up here, and I'll, I'll talk about that coming up here as well. But it's currently Chase is offering a $200 Amazon gift card with no spend required. So just open the card, you get $200 gift card. And the reason why I applied for this was I know that my 24 status is pretty crazy and my recent velocity is close to crazy as well. So after that Bank of America Premium Rewards Elite card, I was at 1024 with I think five in the past like two or three months. I keep quoting and saying I think. Let me just pull up what my exact numbers are. So, I am 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 24. And since April, that'll be 2, that'll be 3. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. So, I'm 7 in the past 3 months. And I opened up 5 cards in June one at the end of may so very high recent velocity but thankfully i haven't been denied yet and same thing with the chase amazon prime visa card doesn't apply for the 524 rule but it will count for towards 524 so i was above 524 they don't look at that for this particular card so i applied and i initially went to i initially got a pop-up screen saying i was denied um and i called up and got to the correct department and they read me the reasons and the first reason specifically called out that it was either too many recent applications, too many new, too many new recent cards, or too high limit with Chase. So they also quoted like two or three other ones, but I made a point for that first one. I was like, okay, representative, I understand that I have too high of a limit with Chase. Is it possible for me to redistribute some of my existing credit limit and get reconsidered for the card the representative was pretty skeptical of my cards he's like or my credit profile he was like yeah all of these reasons seem accurate um you do have a lot of new cards and not a lot of history with those cards just yet and i was like yeah but it specifically calls out too high of a limit and there's anything we can do about that he's like yeah we'll see what we can do he seemed he seemed a bit um like almost like disappointed he was like a father figured it sounded like in a way and he was like wow that's a lot of going on here and you got a lot going you got a lot on your card your report here like that's that's uh i didn't say alarming i forget the exact term he used but it, he sounded like disappointed in a way uh, but he, he was willing to help and after a couple minutes on hold he was like i was able to reallocate some of your credit limit from another one of your cards and did approve you for the amazon prime visa and that 200 dollars amazon prime gift card instantly credited to my account which was nice um as i mentioned i'm currently 1124 so i'm gonna be stuck in this non-chase garden for a while so i plan on going for another card i'm not sure just yet what card because i'm not very attractive to just about anybody um but i kind of want to apply until i get denied just to see how many i can get um i also would love to get a card that's not currently on my card images post so I can get something new there. Um, I, I will be adding a couple new ones including the Bank of America Elite card. That card's pretty nice to that post so keep an eye out for that if you're interested in that. Alright, enough on my recent applications. Next I'll talk about some bank account bonus that hit my account this month. I signed up for the Bank Hometown 
reward sign up bonus actually it's three hundred dollars but you get two hundred for completing i think it's what are the exact qualifications you get two hundred dollars for opening account and activating a direct deposit for i think it's two months of at least $25 and then $50 for enrolling in e-statements and then $50 for keeping the account open for 12 months. So I got the 250 in the show notes or the descriptions of my data points. It's a link to my comment on Doctor of Credit. So feel free to look at that if you're interested. It is only for Massachusetts and Connecticut. So keep that in mind. But it was a pretty easy bonus and they paid out pretty quick. Next is PNC $400 bonus paid out as well for that one. It's a little bit more of a pain because you have to direct deposit $500 per month in order to keep the account free. So I just did pushes from my Fidelity cash account, which for them shows up as income and they consider it a direct deposit. So I use that as both my direct deposit requirement and to keep the account free. So I did that for two months and the reward credited pretty quickly. Next... I'm just about finishing my Capital One 360 performance savings account bonus. Um, that one was deposit $10,000 within 15 days of account opening, keep it in there for 90 days, and then they'll pay out $100 specifically for me putting in 10 k The interesting thing about that is I've now reached that 90-day holding period, and they should pay out, I think, at the end of this month. But that account earns, I think, 4.15% APY, and I, I'm just going to pull it out put it into Juno since I've met that 90-day holding period. I might not just in case they want that 15-day grace period as well, but we'll see what I wind up doing. Uh, but that should hit pretty soon here, so I figured I'd call it out. All right, next we'll just talk about some interesting Doctor of Credit posts that I saw. There was uh, Capital One Venture 100K point links floating around. If you do see that, I think that's a great offer. You could downgrade that card in the future. Capital One's a little bit interesting with their approvals as well as their downgrade options so keep that in mind and be sure to do your research but the 100k for that card is pretty fantastic and you can redeem at one cent per point for travel purchases so and i believe that card also earns five percent on the portal i could be mistaken though be sure to double check but it's a pretty decent card especially with that sound of bonus next there's fifty dollars for free for shopping at staples while using the capital one shopping portal so i was going to purchase something but i was doing it late at night and i saw it and i went to purchase ink and actually did make the purchase and then i realized i probably should have read the terms and i, I did read the terms and explicitly call out ink so I, I didn't wind up using it but figured i'd call it out maybe some of you will go through that and get some 50 dollars worth of free stuff next we have laurel road that's offering 300 dollars plus 20 dollars a month uh, sign up bonus which is a bank account i can't apply for it because they just won't approve me um I, my, my checks is pretty ridiculous right now as well as my credit report so i have to kind of lay low for bank account sign up bonuses at, at the at present but that's a pretty good one if your checks isn't ridiculous like mine another one is the wells fargo 325 dollars sign up bonus which is pretty good it's available nationwide as well something i did take advantage of i think it was last week this past weekend was there was a 75 75 percent off your doordash offer your doordash order with a maximum value of 20 dollars that popped up and for a time, it wasn't requiring you to be a DashPass customer, but I, I wasn't a DashPass customer. And when I tried to use it, it told me that I needed to be one. And then I realized that Chase cards all each come with three months of free DashPass. So I've already used one for one of my cards, but since I now have two other cards, 
I went to redeem it for my other cards, but I learned that if you remove the chase card that you did use your dash pass, your free three months dash pass on, and then add a card that you haven't, dash pass will see that when you click the dash pass option in the app, and it'll show you that you can credit that three months. So just be sure to set a reminder to cancel that. And I got some smoothies for like eight bucks, which was nice. Smoothies are ridiculously overpriced anyway, but it was kind of free. I went and picked it up, and, I mean, 8 bucks isn't bad for two smoothies with some added stuff in it. We, we enjoyed it, so it was very nice. Next, just a kind of thought I had, but um, once this podcast reaches a certain amount of listeners, I think that they can start putting, like, advertisements on it. I'm not really sure how that works, so apologies if the ads are kind of intrusive, but... Um, because the podcast could potentially be earning money right now, it, it doesn't earn any money. The website doesn't earn any money. I don't even have paid, uh, WordPress. Any ads you see on the site are WordPress putting them. So apologies for that. Feel free to put ad blocker. I don't care. Um, I definitely want to go through and, and host the blog a little bit better and maybe get some ad sense on there, but I haven't just yet. Um, but if the podcast does start making even a little bit of money, I, I kind of want to open up a business for it, and then that'll really, I mean, the the real reason why I want to do that is to open up business credit cards, which are incredibly lucrative, and I haven't gotten into that field yet, and I know you can offer, you can open it without really having a business, but I kind of want to have a legitimate business and not have to fudge things, um, so this would be a good excuse to have one, so that might be coming up here, and I, if I do do that, I'll, maybe I'll make a post describing that process and what it's like, what it was like for me to do that. Next, just something I saw was uh, there's a free Slurpee on seven date 7-11, July 11th at 7-11. So if you're interested in a free Slurpee, a small Slurpee, you can swoop in there and get yourself one. Another thing coming up here is Amazon Prime Day, which I believe starts tomorrow. I plan on probably picking up a Kindle Oasis if the, the deals are pretty decent. My Kindle is not super old, but I've, I haven't really taken good care of it, and the screen's got some dinks, some kinks in it. And when it does that, the... They have some kind of like filament on the screen, some kind of layer, and it like dulls the backlight, but the scratches now just show like really bright white, which kind of annoy me. Um, and I kind of really like the way the Kindle Oasis looks, and I like the buttons on the side instead of tapping the screen for next and forward. Um, so I'll probably wind up getting that. And when you trade in your Kindle, you get a 20% coupon for it. So my Kindle trade-in value is like 5 bucks, but I get a 20% off, and if they have a decent deal on the Kindle Oasis, I'll probably pick it up. Um, and then also something to note, if you are shopping on Amazon prime day, keep in mind that there are those Amazon shop with points deals. They're pretty, your mileage may vary. I don't think I've ever been able to use one of them. Maybe one with discover like a while back, but, um, it never doesn't hurt to look at that. All you do is you use like one or two points and you enter the promo code and you get like 20% off up to 10 or 20 bucks, which is pretty nice. Another thing that I commented on, uh, what podcast was it? back in episode three was the Moomoo Moo referral, which is a investment portfolio platform. Um, they have a new sign up bonus or excuse me, a new referral bonus that nets like 320 to $460. If you park five K with them and just let it sit there, you don't have to invest it. Um, there's a qualifying period. I think of like a couple months, I think it was 60 days, but that that's a pretty fantastic offer. I signed up when it was like 50 bucks and I, I got around 50 bucks, but if you're still interested in, in getting some free money 
and I think I get a small kickback. I think it's like 50 or 100 bucks if you use my referral link. But it'll it'll be in the show notes as well as on the companion post. So if you feel like using that, by all means, go for it. And it is it is a lottery, but I think the there's guaranteed 100 bucks, And then there's guaranteed you get, I think, a Tesla or Google stock or something. And then you get like a random raffle of, I think it's like 15 stocks. Majority of them will probably be worth like 4 bucks, But it's free. Why not? It doesn't take too much effort. And... You could help the show. As I said, there's there's really no nothing in my pocket for this show. It's kind of just a hobby of mine. So feel free to use any referral links and it'd be really appreciated. Next, as I teased a little bit before, I just went through and network changed my Bank of America customized cash rewards from a Visa to a MasterCard. So that card that I did that on was originally a preferred rewards card. The not the elite card, but the original preferred rewards. I've had that for a couple of years now. Um, it just nets me $5 every year. Cause I just buy the Amazon gift or excuse me, the American airline gift cards with it, even though I haven't used it, used them yet, but it still nets me five bucks since the fees, $95. But I was kind of sick of doing that. And like I said, I, I'm not using those American airlines gift cards. So I decided to product change it to a customized cash rewards. And while I was on the phone, I, I thought of asking them because I know that they used to offer a public MasterCard with that. I know the MLB card when they were the official credit card of MLB Bank of America, that is, they offered a MasterCard version, but they've since no longer offer a MasterCard version publicly at least. So I figured I'd ask and see if that was a possibility. And the representative was like, yeah, absolutely. I think I've talked about this in the past too, but they were like, oh, we do network changes. Yeah, it happens pretty often. So I was like, can I go ahead and do that? And they were like, oh, we can't do it in the same transaction. So once your customized cash reward arrives, you can then call us and get it transferred over for a network change from Visa to MasterCard. So I just called, I think it was yesterday, and the representative was like, yeah, absolutely, I'll submit that form for you, and and if you're approved, you'll receive the card in two to four weeks. I did explicitly ask if there was a credit inquiry or a new line line of credit, and they said no, that's just how they do it. Um, So if I do get an update on that and I get that shipped out here, I'll be sure to share it in my next episode or an individual blog post. And then one more thing that I forgot to comment on was that the Premium Rewards Elite Bank of America card, that also comes with $150 lifestyle credit, which counts for like gyms or uh, subscription services and some other things. And I, I wound up having my HBL Max, which is now just called Max. But if someone says, yeah, I bought Max, you won't know what that means. So it's still HBL Max. I don't know why they put the product, the change. Anyway, I put the $150, which is what their, my legacy plan, whatever the hell, prices which is a little ridiculous but i kind of use it so i was like screw it and it it should count for the lifestyle credit anyway but normally those credits at least if it's like the airline credit takes a couple of days looking at my old data points for the airline credit but i haven't seen anything and i think i purchased it a week or two ago so while i was on the phone asking about my network change i asked the representative if they could look into that for me and they said yes this charge should be credited for the lifestyle credit it does qualify but it doesn't look like it's tracked so we'll submit a review and get it manually credited. So I'll also give an update on that if that comes through. And the one final thing that I saw was in addition to Amazon Prime Day, Amazon Prime gives you free Grubhub Plus for, I believe, two years, which gives like some little incidental discounts and I think some free fees and and no delivery free or something. But from uh, July 11th to July 12th, which is Amazon Prime Days, if you use code GRUBPRIME, you get $15 back on a purchase of $25 and more. So 
I normally go to work on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so I'll probably just order some lunch and, and get $15 back. But that's about it. Just kind of a quick and dirty episode here. Not super quick. I mean, it's going on almost 25 minutes here, but hopefully you thought that was interesting. Um, upcoming ep- episodes here, I definitely, anytime I talk to someone that doesn't know I do this kind of thing with blogs and, and podcasts, they are looking, the first thing they say is, oh, that's awesome. I've always wanted to get into that, uh, but I, I don't know how to get into it. Could you do like a, an introductory episode? And I think I might go come out with a series of like churning for lay people. We'll see what happens with that. I have a couple ideas. Um, I might intersperse it into my regular daily di- uh, Churner's Digest updates. So if you're interested in that, keep posted. Stay tuned. But um, otherwise, there'll still be some regular Churner's Digest sort of uh, my personal curated Doctor of Credit post is essentially what this has turned into, if we're really being honest here. But... I kind of obsessively read Dr. Credit and it kind of saves you from sifting through some of this nonsense in there. So clearly some people think it's useful. So thanks for tuning in and until next time, thanks for listening and have a nice week.